Uh, we are on Dav Chavches Amid Beis. We are near the top of the page. The two dots, one, two, three, four, five, six lines down from the top of the page. Um, continuing just to kind of close off, close up our uh, analysis of each line of that Mishnah Chavav Amid Aleph. So the Mishnah there, I said Haisa Achas Mehen, and in that case. There's actually a number of phrases in the Mishnah that begin So in this case, we're talking about where the, where the Mishnah then continues to say that if one of them was Asr to the Ach, right? Um, because of an Erva, and the other one was Asr because of Erva, so what can happen? So they each Asr to each other, but they're, uh, they're each Asr to one and, for, and permissible to the other. Let me just see one second. Um... I realize I should keep up the other, the other uh, sheet here. Be easier. Yeah, here it is. Okay, so this is actually the sheet from Chavav, right? So the the phrase there was right. Um, this is the case over here. Right? The case was, each one's forbidden to the other one as an Erva, so what happens? So each one can marry the other person, right? So Reuven can't marry Rachel, and Shimon can't marry Leah, Yibam, sorry, Reuven can't do Yibam with Rachel, and Shimon can't do Leah, Leah, uh, Yibam with Leah, but Reuven can do Yibam with Leah, and Shimon with Rachel. Why? Because since each one is forbidden to the other person, there's no Achaz Kukasa. Right? That's the, that's the mission that's it. So, Says Gemara as follows: Hasulamali, Hanuach, Mad lechad, Mad lechrei. What do you mean? We, we already just told us before that you know if one of them is an Israel erva, right? If just Rachel is an erva to Reuven, Reuven can't marry Rachel, he can marry Leah. Good, I know that already. So what are you going to tell me that now? Both of them are an erva to the both of them. Then what's the you know what's the chiddush? What do you why do you have to tell me that? So it says the Gemara: Tzricha, the iash minin hasa mushum the ikas sheni dimuchach. Right? If you're going to Again, it's be the same it's kind of same thing we mentioned before, uh, right? If you're going to, um, if you, if if you have a case where you have again two, um, the 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 two, um, yeah, look at Rashi, but hacha leka sheni dimuchach sharei shteyn misyabmos. The point being here, in the original case, when you have just one brother, right, not two, but one brother, who's for, you know, forbidden to one and then can marry the other, so what's the, what happens? Well, the fact that I can marry one, but he can't marry the other, reminds me, oh, so there's still the Isra Achaz Kukasa. Right? You remember the concept. But when you have each brother marrying each woman, in the end of the day, you might have forgotten about the scenario of Achaz Kukaso. You might make the mistake in thinking, right, that Achaz Kukaso just, just isn't a problem. So, so you might have said that again, just to read in the Gemara, right? The case over there and other cases where we talked about, again, just one, one, uh, one brother. So there's no, there's a, there's a, again, but there's a second sister who's not getting married, not doing Yibum. So remember that she's, that she's Achaz Kukaso. Right? But if I did, but here, like Rashi says, 
if I have both women getting doing yibum, I might forget that there's such a concept of achal sukasa who's forbidden, and I might have I, I might have uh, you know so I might have said that you're not allowed to do. No, here when I have both women, okay, I get it. Each one is an Isra Erva, and each one's able to, to, to marry only the other guy. So again, that shows me. I look at Rashi. Right, the fact that Reuven can only marry Leah, and Shimon can only marry Rachel. Again, it's going to remind me, ah, oh, see, this is a, uh, you know, I have to be so careful because of the Isra Achot Tsukaso. Right, so meaning you can make that you can flip it and say in this scenario it makes it more obvious the achas sukaso. But in the other case, right? But continue back in the Gemara of right? But in the other case, you just have one person who's doing nothing. So the fact that he does nothing doesn't prove anything. So tzricha. Therefore, I have both cases to tell me that in both scenarios we allow the man to marry the, the, the woman who's not the erva, and the woman who's the erva is, is you know, is, is left. In, in our scenario here, she's a lot left to the other brother. But the point is uh, that we teach you both the halachos because you might have had reasons to believe that we would be machmir on one or the other. Fine. And now the Gemara says, uh, now, now the Gemara refers to one last line in the Gemara. And well, one last line was, was the following line. Um... Let's not do it here. I'm going to switch back to the other page. Hold on one second. Let's get us back here now. Okay, sorry. Um, fine. So the last line in that Mishnah on the Chavav was as follows. The Mishnah said, "V'zui she'amru achosa k'shehi yevamta o choletzes o misyavim." Right. This is what we meant when we said that if there's a sister right, of an erva who's yevama, she can do chalitza or yibam. Right. And this is kind of like we we sit. This is kind of like the, the general rule that we've been using. Um, right. That that you can. Uh, According to the right line here, can make sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Fine. So that was like the klal at the end of the whole Mishnah. What's this concept, right? So you, that if you have a woman who's an erva, but her sister, right, is not the erva, so she, the erva's out, and there's no achas kukasa because she's an erva, and now we're allowed to have this woman do chalitza uh, yibu. Fine. So the Gemara, whenever the Gemara says zuhi, and then every time the Gemara gives a you know, a klal. Here's a general rule. The general rule is always there to either come to include something or to exclude something. So it says the Gemara as follows. And then we're going to have a few, three different approaches to explaining this whole, this whole thing. Zuhi limute mai. I mean, zuhi, this is it. To, to, to exclude what? I mean, in what case is not going to be, meaning in what case where do we not say that this woman is choletis omisavemis? Limute iser mitzvah lazeh v'iser mitzvah lazeh. What case? The case where each, case, each woman is Asr because of an Isr Mitzvah. Remember, Isr Mitzvah is Shniyos Larayos. Shniyos Larayos are only Asr Midr Abanam. Okay, so let's assume our original case of the two, the women who are, you go, you, we'll use this case for our purposes, this is not the, the, why they have it on the, on the 
form on the thing here, but um, we can use this case anyways, right? So our case before was, again, the four brothers, two of them married to two sisters, and each woman is an erva to one of the Teruven or the Shimon, right? Rachel Teruven, Leia to Shimon. But let's, instead of erva, plug in Isra Mitzvah, okay? Erva's, in the case of erva, it's easy. She's an, she's an erva, and therefore her zika is, you know, totally, you know, removed. Isra Mitzvah is only Isra Mitzvah, you know, Arayas, you know, erva midrabana. Right, so if she's erva midrabana, what does that mean about her zika? Her zika midraisa is alive and well, right? So the so what so what do we mean here? So the Gemara basically says, what do you mean to say zuhi? This is what you mean to say that the achosa kishiyavamta choletes ogmis yavemes comes to exclude a case when the woman is not an erva, right? But she's just an achos, you know, she's an isra mitzvah because she's an isra mitzvah. Let's forget this one for one second. If she's an isra mitzvah. So what would that mean? Usually you say, oh, if she's an erva, then this woman can go ahead and get married and can do yibum. But if she's an isra mitzvah, what does that mean? Midaraisa, so she's not an erva at all. In which case, they're really achos kukasam, right? So that's the the gemara tries to say zuhi. This we mean to say that this rule in general is, you know, the achos kashiyavamta. Ochelets come to excluding what to exclude when the when the iser is really only an iser mitzvah, not an iser deraisa. Um, okay, so the gemara says, but wait a second, hasulamali, hanuach. What do you mean? I, I've had, a, I've, I, we've already taught this case. <laughs> we taught the case before. We talked about iser mitzvah. We talked about iser kedusha. We, we we mentioned the cases already. What's going on here? Mali chad, mali tre. Who cares if one of them is iser mitzvah or both of them are iser mitzvah? It's the same rules. The same rules apply. So answer the Gemara Mud the same Kilam Rinan Uki Isser Mitzvah Makom Isser Erva. When do we say? The Gemara is going to basically give the same conclusion that we gave yesterday at the end of the other case, which is what might I have thought? I might have thought that in a situation where, when, when do we say, you know, Kilam Rinan Uki Isser Mitzvah Makom Isser Erva? Meaning, when do we say that, look, this Isser Mitzvah, it's not really like an Erva, right? This is not really an Erva. When do we say that? So what the Gemara basically means to say is as follows. This whole scenario, right, um, is a case, again, again, just in terms of this chart we're using for ourselves, get rid of the word erva and you put in the word mitzvah instead, right? So what's going to happen? What's the is? And this we mentioned this yesterday. What's the iser here of Reuven to, to, to each of these women, or Shimon to each of these women? If the, assume there's no erva, the iser if is an iser v'achas kukasa. Achas kukasa is an iser derabanan. So then derabanan. Achas kukasa means look, you can't marry achas ishto. That's iser deraisa. So achas kukasa we're not going to allow either, right? <laughs> so what do we say? But wait a second. Now. Rachel's an Isser Mitzvah to Reuven and Leah's an Isser Mitzvah to Shimon. They're Shniyos Lerayas. They're not really Arayas anyways. So what might you have said? So you'll say, oh, so they're not related to Erva. If, if, if Rachel was Mamish and Erva and Leah was Mamish and Erva, so what can happen? Reuven can marry Leah and Shimon can marry Rachel. Right? Because their Zika is, is, is removed. Oh, what about Achel's Kukaso? So Achel's Kukaso is, is removed in the situation where, again, there's no possibility that either one of these women could, you know, could actually do Yibam because their Zika, Zika is removed. The Gemara says, I might have had another possibility also. And that is that if the whole Isser here is, 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 is you know, Dirabon in the first place, Achas Kukaso. And now you're going to tell me that the connection or the forbidding connection between Leah and Shimon and Rachel and Ruven is also Asimi Dirabon. What might you have said? You know what? 
Just make it like Chazal have the, the power. They made the Yisra in the first place. They can remove the Yisra when they want. Maybe they'll say, this whole concept of Ahas Kukasu doesn't apply in our scenario where we create an, 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 an Yisra Mitzvah also. Uh, we've made this relationship forbidden. Midaraisa mean, is not forbidden, right? These relationships at all, right? And they're not, so, so no one might say, we'll say it like this. In a scenario where there's, um, there's an Yisra Mitzvah, We'll make the Achaz Kukasa thing go away also. <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll just say, there's two Durabanans already in play here. Let's allow at least each woman to do Yibam. Because Midir Raisa, Yibam is allowed. And maybe I'll say, we'll make the strength of our Isra Mitzvah become very strong, like an Isra Erva, and it'll nullify this Achaz Kukasa, which is Durabanan. And that's like the half of the Gemara has. We have two already, like Chazal keep putting in all of their strictures here. Maybe when there's so many pounds on top of each other, they'll allow one of them to go and allow each one to do Yibam. And that was the possibility. Maybe we'd allow that. Kamash Malan, then no. We play it all straight up. This is an Isidarabanan only. Okay, so she really has a, she really has a, you know, a Zika to Ruven still, right? And this Isidarabanan still, is still in play. Ah, And therefore, when that all plays out, Rachel and Leia are both forbidden to Ruven and to Shimon, and only Chalitza can take place. So what, what, what the conclusion, it makes perfect sense. We just keep all of our rules in place. There's Achaz Kukaso, and the Isra Mitzvah is only Nisan Darabanan, so there's still a Zika Deraisa. So it's basically the same scenario as there being no Isra between Rachel and Ruven and Leah and Shimon, and they're just the normal case of Achaz Kukaso with the two sisters, where no one's allowed to get married, everyone has to do Chalitza. There's just like in my head of that maybe once the Isra now in play is now Nisan Darabanan, maybe Chazal will make that Isra strong, which will actually help them allow Yibam Deraisa to take place. Kamash Mulan, that we don't allow that. Does that make sense? Okay. So the bottom line is, we don't do it, and that's what, the, that's what the Zuhi was coming to teach me, is that don't make a mistake. Just follow the rules straight up about how Isra Mitzvah should apply. Um, okay. Now the Gemara is going to give us basically three, three interpretations now of how we understand uh, this, this, the following line. Amr Huda Marav. V'chein tanri v'chiyah. B'kulon ani kore behen. Asuru lazeh mutaris lazeh. These are rules we've seen already, right? That, that, um, that, the, the, um, that when it comes to all of these cases, and kulan, what do you mean? Here when we say kulan, what do you mean? We don't mean kulan the cases that we've mentioned just now. We mean kulan all of our cases from our original Mishnah on Daf Beis, right? Which had 15 cases of our riots, right? So in that scenario, the Buddha Rav says, in all those cases, I'm going to say the following concept, right? That, that, uh, um, sorry, hold on one second. Yeah, in all cases, I'm going to say that Asur Lazer is Mitaros Lazer, right? That if she's forbidden to one, she can still be permitted to somebody else. Uh, and, the, and the rule we just mentioned before, that when the sister is the Yavama, she can do Chalitza or she can do Yibum. But the point being, you know, the concept that even if, one, even if one woman is forbidden to one brother, she could end up being mutaris to another brother, right? And Achos Kashiyavam does the same concept also, right? That even if the, um, the, the erva is forbidden to one brother, her sister can be permissible to the other brother, right? Same, similar concept in both cases. And the Gemara is going to basically go through now and try to explain what this case means. And three, like, three explanations of this concept. So let's go through um, all three, and we're going to try really hard to make them clear and finish up uh, to the mission before then. Before up. So the Gemara says as follows: Yehuda mitargim mechamosav mechamosav eilach. So Rabbi Yehuda wants to 
explain this case, you have to like remind yourself to go all the way back. We had, again, 15 cases of Arayos that we talked about. Sister and, you know, uh, your, your, your daughter, your daughter's daughter, your brother's daughter, your sister, whatever, all, this, all those different cases that we mentioned. So, Yehuda says, that rule, right, that Ashula Zemet and that only applies um, Yeah, that only applies That's only going to go from the cases of Chamoso, of, of daughter-in-law and on, meaning daughter-in-law was not the first case that we mentioned in that mission, it was actually the seventh case. If you want to go all the way back, take a look, I'll make you feel good about how much we've accomplished. Uh, we've looked all the way back to Dav Beis. Um, so, we said, Chamesh, Esfed, Nashim, Potros, Sarosem, Vitzar, Sarosem, Yinachalizim, Yibim, etc. Bito, Bas Bito, Bas Bino, Bas Ishto, Bas Bino, Bas Bito, and then, it says, Chamoso. Right? And then it starts talking about daughter-in-law, etc., etc., etc. So, so, what's the point? The point is, that Yehuda says, this rule of, you know, Achosa, Kashi, Yivamta, etc., all these rules, apply only from Chamoso Ve'ilach. Right? Chamoso is really like mother-in-law. Right? It means in that scenario that the, the man marrying his own, doing Yibam with his own mother-in-law. But only from there does that work. Okay, meaning, but, but the first six cases of the, the, basically the, the, the daughters and the granddaughters, etc., it's not going to apply to that case. Okay, so, so why is that, says the Gemara? So Gemara says, my time up. Why? Kevin de Bito beonsin hu di mishkachasla, binisuin lo mishkachasla. So the answer is, we, as we mentioned before, the case of Bito doesn't have to always be a case of a man was married to a woman and they had a daughter. Right, Bito could also apply if a man raped a woman and they had a daughter, right, and they're not married. That that woman is considered Bito, um, and that, that the girl that's, that's married, that's, that's, uh, you know, that comes, comes in that relationship is considered Bito. Okay, so what? And Benisu and Lomishkachasa, and Benisu and Kamari. Our cases, right, when we said this rule, you know, Achosukachi, Yavamta, etc., all these, all these, you know, uh, graphs that we've been, these charts we've been putting out, they're all cases of people who are married, right? And so the, this case is a case that's not, not a case of marriage. And therefore, these new rules that we've been bringing out here, they apply to cases where people are married. But, but Bito, because Bito is, you know, could be a scenario where the, the, the man and woman were not married to each other. So therefore, that's not included in this clause. Okay, there's one include. Although, like, absent some qualification when he said you start off saying the hulan, you would have thought that that's all. Yes, right? absolutely. That's the point of the, that's the Chiddush here, is to say, he said, I'm just telling you, it doesn't really mean mechulan. Right. right? And that's sort of the same point all the time, right? The mutemai. Right? When you say bakulan, what are you trying to tell me? Well, not really bakulan. Right? Or, or bakulan is to include something that wasn't there before. But here bakulan is really the to exclude those cases. Very good. Okay. Abaye is going to disagree. Vebaye mitagi mafpito. Yanusoso. So Abaye says no. If it says Bakulan, like John says, it means Bakulan, right? It means Bakulan, and therefore it includes even the daughter, right? So by talking about Apito Amanusa, so Kevin the Ashkuchim Mishkachasla, Ibai Ba'onsin, Tahavi, Ibai Benisu, and Tahavi, whatever. Basically, he says, Abai says, look, you're right, you know, we're primarily dealing with cases of, of, of scenarios where the, the men and women have been married, but they don't have to be. Um, and, and therefore, there's no reason to assume that this rule doesn't apply. Also to, um, also to, to all, all daughters, even in scenarios where, again, 
the, the man and woman, the, the mother and father were not married to each other. Um, however, he says, even Abaya says, our favorite case, remember, our non-contemporaneous brother, right? Um, lo, that case, that, even that case, uh, this, you know, this rule doesn't apply. Why? Sorry. So if you remember all the way back to our case of, we won't get into all the details here, but right, is a scenario where, one, and we're going to actually talk about it more in a second, right? but a scenario where, um, you can look at it right here, right? Uh, there's four brothers, Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Reuven dies without, without, a child, without children. And what happens? After he dies, Yisachar is born, right? And, it's a machl- and so the rule is, since Yisachar was never alive at the same time as Reuven, he's actually forbidden to Rachel, his wife, as an Ashes Ach they and, they're, and, and she's like an Ashes Ach to him, right? They're, 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 it's a derisor for them to get married. So, uh, and there's a machlokas between Yerushimim and the Chachamim. Is that true only if Yisachar was born before Shimon did Yibum, right? Or Levi did Yibum or whatever? Or is it even if Yisachar is born, if, if you, is it only true if Yisachar was born um, before, before someone else did Yibum with her or even if he was born after that? So that becomes a machlokas between Shimon and the Chachamim. And basically, what Rabbi is trying to say is that this whole rule isn't going to apply in a case of, again, we make the Kulan, that doesn't apply to cases of Machlokas. Because this case is a case, is a case of Machlokas, we're not going to apply the, 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 the general concept to that scenario. Fine. However, if Safra says, no, I can apply it even to the case of Eishas Achshalei Abelamo. If Safra metargim, af Eishas Achshalei Abelamo. If Safra wanted to say, this idea that Rabbi said applies even in a case of, again, the non-contemporaneous brother. And it can, it, can, it can happen in a case of six brothers. And that's where we're going to pull up over here. Last night I wanted to show Khani how, fun, how much fun we're having. So I said, look at this chart over here. Um, so, uh, so it's a case of six brothers. It's not as hard as, as, as it looks. Uh, well, maybe. We'll see. Okay, what's the value of the And according to Rabbi Shimon, the Simanech, and it's the manic is meis nolad veyibim meis nolad veyibim. That's the mnemonic to remember the case, which is not such a crazy but mnemonic. This one actually, some of the mnemonics are like, well, how does it help me? Right? That that uh, uh, this mnemonic makes a lot of sense, right? Because the whole point of Rebbe Shimon is the person passes away, then the new guy is born, and then someone does yibum. Right? That's going to be the, the, the scenario. Right? How's it going to work? It works as follows. Here we go. Ruvain veshimin nisuin shteachayos. Reuven and Shimon are married to two sisters. Levi and Yehuda are married to two other women who are, again, not sisters to each other. Okay. Meis Reuven, Nolad Yisachar. Right? Meis, Nolad, Yibam. Okay? Reuven dies. Yisachar is born before any Yibam takes place. Ve'yibam Levi. And Levi goes ahead and does Yibam on Reuven's wife. Okay. Um... But then, what, again, this is before Shimon has died, right? Now, May Shimon, now Shimon dies, okay? Great, because again, right, just, we know, we know more now, right? We know that Levi couldn't have done Yibam with Rachel if Shimon had already died, right? But Shimon hadn't died yet, so Levi can do Yibam with Rachel. Fine. Now Shimon dies, okay? May Shimon, Nolad, Zvulun. When Shimon dies, Zvulun is then born, okay? Ve'yibam, Yehuda. And then Yehuda does Yibam with Shimon's, 
old wife again because Rachel's out of the picture because Levi already did Yibum with her. Okay. But now what happens? Um, sorry, Me Shimon Nola Zulun Vibem Yehuda. Mesu Levi Yehuda Balabanim. And then what happens? Then Levi and Yehuda, who had done Yibum with Reuben and Shimon's wives, now they die. Why is this important? Because Rachel and Leah, the only people available to Yibum with them are Yisachar and Zulun, who were, according to some, Aishas Achshalaya Balamo. Right? They were not, they were never alive at the same time as Reuben and Shimon. Right, well, both of them were never alive at the same time as or Yisachar for Ruven and, and Zulim for Shimon, for Shimon, for sure. Right? Um, uh, okay? Fine. So what happens? So enough Luhu kami Yisachar Zulim and now they each fall to each one of them. What's halacha? Hasur lazeh muteros lazeh vasur lazeh muteros lazeh. Right? What happens? Right? The one woman who's forbidden to one is permissible to the other. Rachel is forbidden to Zvulun, right? Because Zvulun didn't come to picture until after Yibum had taken place by, Shem, by, by Levi, right? But Yisachar was alive then, right? Yisachar had been born already before the Yibum took place. It's all according to Shita Shemin, right? So she's forbidden to Yisvulun, but she's with Teres to Yisachar. So we see our rule, Asru Lazem with Teres Lazem. And same thing here, Leah, who's forbidden to... Um, okay, the Chavar here at... Uh, in their chart, I think they make it, they, they, they clarified a couple of things here. So I just want to go, let's just go through each case step by step, and I think we're going to get, get clarification on the case. Basically as follows, Ruvain, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Ruvain passes away. Before anyone does Yibum with Ruvain's wife, Rachel, Yisachar is born. That means that Rachel is forbidden to Yisachar because of Eishas Ach Shaloya Bolomo, even according to Rabbi Shimon. Okay? So Yisachar, because he was born after Reuven and Dad, but before anyone does Yibum, Rachel and Yisachar are now forbidden to each other. Now what happens? Levi does Yibum. Levi does Yibum. On, uh, for, for Rachel. Uh, sorry. Then Shimon passes away. Sorry, no. Levi, sorry. Levi does Yibum on Rachel. And then Shimon passes away. And now Leah comes into the picture. Before anyone does Yibum with Leah, Zavulun is born. Now that Zavulun is born, Zavulun is forbidden to Leah. Because again, Eshach Shadabalamo, and before anyone does Yibum with her. Then Yehuda comes along and he does Yibum with Leah. So now Levi is on Yibum with Rachel, Yehuda with Leah, and already now, Rachel is forbidden to Yisachar, and Leah is forbidden to Zavulun. Okay? And now what happens? Levi and Yehuda both die. Okay? When Levi and Yehuda both die, now we have the following scenario. You have um, okay, Rachel, again, is an erva eishes achti sachar, as we mentioned before, from before, because when, when originally Reuven had passed away, before anyone did Yibum, Yisachar was then born. So Yisachar was eishes achti with Reuven. So, and, and therefore, forbidden to Rachel, in the same situation with Leah. So Rachel is forbidden to Yisachar, and Leah is forbidden to Zul. Fine. However, subsequently, right? Um, however, Leah is not, not, this is the point here. Leah is not an Ereti Sachar. That's the point. Why is Leah not an Ereti Sachar? Because when she became Yavama from Shimon, she was Mutter to Yisachar, because Yisachar, because at that point, again, when she becomes a Yavama from, again, right, again, just, just to clarify, again, Le- Leah is not an Ereti Sachar because when she, 
when Shimon died, Yisachar right, had already been born. Right? So there are Um And he was already born at the moment when Shimon had passed away. Right, but at the same time, Leah is in Erev to Zvulun, again, because when, when Shimon had died, Zvulun was not yet alive. Fine. Um, so that's why Rachel's forbidden to Yisachar and Leah's forbidden to Zvulun. But, that's by, but Leah is permiss, permitted, um, sorry, Rachel is forbidden to Yisachar and Leah's, Leah is forbidden to Zvulun. However, so again, as we mentioned before, Leah is not forbidden to Yisachar, because Yisachar had been born already when Shimon had died. And what about, um, and the reason why Rachel is permitted to Zvulun is this is the, the last key, is because Shimon Shita is um, that Eishas Achav Shalei doesn't apply in a case of Yibem Ulvasof Nola, meaning when Rachel originally was a, was a Yavama from Ruvain, Zvulun had never been alive. Then Rachel right, does Yibum with Levi. At that point, Zvulun is already born, right? And then when Levi dies, Zvulun is alive. So, so Zvulun is an Ashes actual, you know, is not Ashes actual by Levi because he was alive already. And when it comes to the original case of Ruvain, when Ruvain passed away, so the, the Rabbanan would say Zvulun is Ashes actual when came to Ruvain. But according to Rishim, that's not true. Rishim says, no, we don't care the fact that he wasn't around when Rachel originally became Yavama from Ruvain. As long as he was, he was alive, what, she gets remarried, she marries Levi, and Zvulun is there now, when Levi dies, that's enough. And therefore, she's not forbidden to Zvulun as Eshazashalabalama. So if that's the case, now we understand why Rachel, who's forbidden to Yisachar, is permitted to Zvulun. Leah, who's forbidden to Zvulun, is permitted to Yisachar. And that's how you have this case happen. In the, this is the third cheetah here that we can have a case of uh, uh, to, to apply even to the cases of So just to finish the Gemara, the Gemara just asks one kash of this. Gemara says, Meaning, you didn't have to have Yehuda do Yibum in that case with Leah. Uh, because in the end of the day, uh, she would have still have remained permissible to Yisachar and forbidden to Yisachar. You, you didn't really need the case. So Gemara answers, Mushim Tzara. That uh, we talked about, you know, again, a case of um, Yehuda marrying Shimon's wife, right? Because now there's a case of, of a tsara also. Because um, the case, let's say Yehuda had his own wife, so it, it, it extends the case to talk about a case of tsaras also. So the says, Because again, that was one of the original cases from our original mission on Daf, you know, Daf Beis. So how, how can you find, you know, uh, Sarah the Tzara, in that case, a co-wife's co-wife. So my answer is, going to hadar v'yavminhu nami gad v'asher. If you'd have a case where, again, uh, the after Levi and Yehuda both died, you would then have other brothers, two more brothers, God and Asher, who uh, take their original wives, right? The original wives of Levi and Yehuda and make them and do even with them. So then you can have a situation of Tzara's Tzara. Uh, but the bottom line is, that this, this is how you get all three cases um, and we'll pick up with the mission next time.